Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are going to talk about Mulan, the Disney Plus premium, what do they call it? Special premium release. streaming? What do they call these things now? Premium a- access? Premium yeah. access. For special people. Yes, the special people screening that you can pay money for. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What up, guys? This is Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, so, yeah, Mulan is on Disney Plus uh, for Finally. $30 for a couple of months, and then it's going to be free. Finally. We're out here like suckers. So uh, doing anything anything and everything for the podcast. But uh, before we go any further, we got to make sure that we remember our... Pickle of the week. Oh, there you go. There it is. That's it. That was it. I mean, we done. Smoothest one yet. Yeah. Hey. Uh, my pickle of the week um, comes out. Actually, came out yesterday, uh, Tuesday. Is uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Icewind Dale: Rime of the Frost Maiden. It's uh, the new D and D source book available at all Bedrock City locations. It is also not only is it a source book for Icewind Dale, it is a campaign. Take you from level one to level twelve. Ooh, um, yeah, it's got some new uh, mystery mechanic stuff that looks really cool. Where players at character generation uh, get secret information about the plot that they can do with whatever they want. They can share it, they can keep it, or whatever. It's randomly generated secrets uh, that are true. So that's a nice little addition to D and D, which I've never. I mean, you can do whatever you want as a DM, but that's never been officially part of D and D before. So that's pretty neat. Uh, so that's my pick. And we do have the limited edition cover in stock at all locations. Limited edition? Yeah, you know, with a big owl on it. Ooh! Yeah, you know. It's like a frost okay. owl bear thing. Ooh! Ooh. Ooh. Ronnie. Yeah, excited. What Ronnie up? Goods. What do do? What's happening? What you picking? Oh, right. Uh, X-Men number 12. Uh, getting close to that uh, X of Swords, Ten of Swords uh, event. Almost for- there. Almost there. <laughs> Almost there. We got like maybe a week left. It's gonna be it's gonna be good stuff. I am picking Giant Size X Men Storm number one by Jonathan Fortnite Hickman and Russell Fortnite Dotterman. Ooh, Um, that's a new Fortnite. (laughs) It is kind of a continuation of the Giant Size X Men Jean Grey Emma Frost issue. Sure, I'm looking forward to specifically. I'm picking the Jen Bartel cover. It's a good one. All three covers for that book are fantastic. Alex Ross, Russell Dodderman, and Jen Bartel. How do you pick? It's some good covers. I feel sorry for you all. Oh. Anyway, this is the part of the show (laughs) where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It also helps us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Um, just do it. Do it. Ron's done it, uh, right? Ron bought an iPhone. Yeah, just to dude, it. I did it. No, I, I I figured it out, right? Uh, when you figured COVID it out. Started. Oh, when, when COVID. I mean, when you had unlimited time, I had COVID, so much time. Right. So, much so time. I mean, you definitely did it, and you made dummy accounts. Yeah, I did like uh, at least three, votes. four accounts. Yeah, Th- three or four. That's really you're really kind of slacking there, man. I don't have you know. That much time. That's fair. That's fair. I see. All right. Anyway, let's get down to <laughs> the events. To business. Um, to, to to business. To business. Get it? No, I don't get it. Oh, it's it's a Mulan joke. <laughs> okay. Um, moving see, on. Somebody didn't watch the movie. 
Uh, no, I, I I watched the movie. I didn't watch the movie. Wow. Um. Okay. So my events this week, I have Keyforge on Sat. I'm sorry, on Friday, uh, at seven o'clock. As always, uh, if you want to play, all you need to do is buy, make a purchase from, uh, make buy a deck, send me the receipt, and you're in. We're playing Chainbound Archon. Next week, we're playing our store championship, which is going to be the triad format where you bring three decks. It's going to be really crazy. Uh, and then Saturday the 19th, the event is sold out, but we are having our Manticore paint night. Um, Ooh. Yep. You buy your little kit. It comes with a Manticore, comes with 12 paints, um, a water pot, two brushes, a little mixing palette. And I'm going to be leading a guided painting tutorial on how to paint this Manticore. Uh, you can join such Bedrock City luminaries as myself, uh, Matt. Dilly Dilly. No, Dilly, Dilly's got something else going on that day. It was going to be Oh, Dilly, right. Oh, right. But we got, we got something else. Um, yeah, but you, Matt, former uh, regular on the show, hadn't been on in a long time. Uh, but he's going to be painting with us. Uh, Aaron from uh, the 1960 location. And a bunch of other friends and well-wishers. Um, but. So anyway, that's sold out. But if you want to participate, um, you can buy just the Manticore Mini and freehand it. You're not going to have the same colors as we are, but you can come and hang out with the rest of the crew. Um, and then we will have one next month as well. Um, however, I don't have the kits yet, so I'm going to hold off on that until I get the kits in. But it's going to be an ogre, I'll tell you that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we do have a, a an RPG on the 26th. Uh, online on Discord, we are playing The Sprawl, a cyberpunk powered by the apocalypse uh, game that we're going to be playing on our Discord. If you want to make a purchase, all you got to do is come into any Bedrock or the website, make a purchase from the gaming department, send me the receipt, and you're in. And let me know that you want to play. Don't just send me a receipt. I'm not going to know what to do with it. Um, <laughs> but that, that's all I got for this month. I have tonight. What? A special event. A special event? What? Not special because it's regular now, but an event nonetheless. We have a right. Facebook Live comic sale. It is at 7 p.m. on our Facebook page, our regular one, or you can just go to bedrockcity.com slash live and it redirects you. Nice. Um, we got we tons of bricks. Tons of bricks this time. Okay, excellent. Lots bricks of like mid-range. Cool. This isn't like the high roller episode you know it's not, it's we don't not the have big like baller show not the big baller episode i can tell you have a lot of i do know there stuff. is a there is a big baller pop there Come. is there is a big baller pop courtesy of the Sugarland store yeah you're welcome um and a cgc oh, comic okay well <laughs> i mean that was nothing to write home about uh yeah. but yeah no we got we got the cool stuff as usual we'll be there 7 to 9 p.m um what else we have a virtual signing. Yes. The creators of Teen Titans Beast Boy, the recently released DC, formerly Inc. graphic novel. Um, we have that at all locations and we have a. Stop barking. Wow. Um, we have a. Shout <laughs> out to Dylan's dog. She's. We have. How I can't. Normally I try and mute it when they're barking, but I'm talking. So. I can't work on these conditions. I cannot. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's at 7 p.m. Same address because it just uh, <laughs> <laughs> the it it takes you to our live videos, bedrockcity.com/live, and they're just gonna they're gonna talk for about 45 minutes, 
about the book. And then there's a Q&A. And also we have signed books and exclusive keychains. And Exclusive keychains? I've seen them. Exclusive Beast Boy keychain. They're like a shoe. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're really neat. And posters, too. Those are all free. So even awesome. if you don't want the book, you can just tune in and watch, you know, like we could use the viewership. This is our first uh, of this kind, you know, it's a DC, it's part of a DC tour. So I want to like the previous two DC tours, we've been the best stop, you know, each time, like the most right. highly attended. So I want to like knock the viewership out of the park here. Yeah, exactly. We can't let Blue Willow do better than us. No way. So I mean, I'm so just I'm, tune in. I'm going to tune it in even while i'm doing the stream i might i might have it on mute but i'm gonna give you them numbers you know hey. yeah nick ryan's gonna do the same excellent tell everyone while you're painting be like hey get your phone out get your phone out and stream. see this well because i mean the yeah. painting you you really could do both because the painting is pretty relaxing and it's i mean it is group activity but you know you can, you right. can mute everybody and watch this but, uh, yeah. but we have we have a couple more of those coming up one for Ooh. A Swamp Thing book and one for a Super Sense book. Those Ooh. are going to be in a few weeks. That's that's very cool. Sounds lady. Also, what else should I say? We... I guess it's announced right now because it's going up tomorrow, but it's Monday. There's an exclusive comic cover for San- a Sandman universe book. It's like Sandman meets Lock and Key. That's right. We have an exclusive variant for it from Mark Nelson, a fabulous artist. Um, it ha- it's, ha- it's cool. It's got Etrigan on it. It's got Lucifer, I think. Yep. Or maybe it's Constantine. I'm not sure. I think it's a really sure cool, it's like it's a cool, like painted looking cover, you know. And yeah. it's 9.99. It is up for pre-order now. You can go to our website. It's like right there on the carousel. You like, you can't miss it. Uh, it comes out November 18th. Awesome. That is just a go, go, go. And that's the T, sis. That's the T. So we're going to move on to what I done did. Uh, what y'all done did? Uh, I'll go. No. I'll go. It was, it was my okay. birthday last week and my anniversary. Hey. So, hey. Yeah, we had, uh, you know. Fade in the house. Right, right exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I went over How far apart are they? Uh, the day. My birthday is on the 8th and my anniversary is on the 9th. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, uh, on the on the 8th, we, on my birthday, we went over to my parents' house, uh, which is a stoplight away, uh, and had lunch, you know, presents, cake, the whole deal. Nice. We had, we had uh, my mom ordered, my mom has discovered uh, goodbelly.com. I don't know if you know this. Goodbelly. Oh, my mm-hmm. cat. All right. Um, so goodbelly.com is a place where you can, it's like Uber Eats, but from a distance and they'll ship food to you from wherever. Um, officially, oh. not like, not just like someone goes to the, to the bakery and buys you cookies and mail. Right. They contract with these people. So I don't know if you've ever seen like the, the bouncy Japanese cheesecake that you like on Instagram. Oh yeah. Uh, I, got, I like, got gelatin one. in it. Yeah. 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 I got one of those. It was really good. Jealous. Yeah. It was really cool. Where'd you get it from? It's called Billy. Um, Billy eats. Uh, go- it's called Good Belly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Belly eats. Hey, that's a good name, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, no, from New York City, uh, Dylan. I, I don't remember the name of the bakery. Oh, okay, cool. Um, some some place that's whatever whatever's on Good Belly. Um, 
it was it was really good uh worth it and my mom also got a really fancy looking cheesecake um you know what ron good belly is not correct it's gold belly because good belly is probiotics what's it called now (laughs) gold belly thank you yeah um Doing a real good job selling this product. Dog. Yeah, right. Now everybody's everyone's already Googled it and then they found sponsored. Yeah, probiotics. Uh, yeah, put in when you're buying your probiotics, put in promo code Uncanny at checkout. I mean, might as well, right? And nothing will happen. Right, exactly. Um, uh, I got it for spe- specifically from Cakey Modern Cakes. That's K E K I, K E K I Modern Cakes. Cakey. And then my mom got a nice cheesecake from somebody else in New York, and you know, good stuff. It was really fun. Had a good time, uh, but other nice. than other than that, I didn't do a lot. So word. I was you got um, what I do? Nothing really. I watched upload on Amazon and Devil oh, Man Cry Baby on. Ooh, you watched Devil Man Cry Netflix? Baby? Did it's you crazy. like Devil Man Cry Baby? Yes, it's wild, um, isn't it? I don't think so. I, I watched maybe five of them. It's not for Oh, me. so you didn't you didn't finish it? No, I might. Oh, upload is not what I thought it was. Never mind. Upload is good. Okay, it's I know. A, I thought it was like it's a like San Junipero, but a TV show. Okay, it's good. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. I didn't. Sorry, I don't have anything better. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. really go it's, anywhere. It's COVID. Yeah, I mean, like for our anniversary, I went and picked up food to go. Right. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. I mean, so you know. we had we had food at home. Sounds like a good anniversary to me, dog. Hey, Ron, what did you run? We had a good time. Uh, we did our second uh, rotation of the D and D session. Oh, cool. uh, it was uh, Austin's turn. Uh, if you know Austin, uh, you know he loves uh, a certain thing. Uh, we ended up fighting in a mech. So there of you go. You did. <laughs> so how'd that work? Very Austin. It was did, fantastic. He did made he, like he have, the whole. Did he make rules for it? Yeah, no, he made like a whole mechanic for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was wow. super dope. Wild. It was crazy, but it worked out. You know, we we fought some some flesh monsters. Was it like was it just like a big combat, monsters. or was there like? It, there was lead up to it. We had to find okay. the mech and stuff, so it was pretty dope. Was That's pretty cool. Dope. Walk through some doors, you know, the whole thing. It was dope. So, uh, so how how long, until it's, how long is it until it's your turn? Uh, a month from. Saturday. So you've already yeah. started prepping and writing, and you're ready to go. Like you're. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's all ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, hobbies next. <laughs> you got to put some uh, effort and in. Then, and then, uh, I'm. I look. I got a month. I'm gonna work on it. It's fine. Uh, but the real thing that's really cool. Uh, as of the re- the upload of the recording Wednesday, I'm getting a tattoo. So what? Should... Another one. I'll Another talk one. about that next week with tattoo oh. I got. What? Ooh, it's a tease. It's a tease. That's, that's a, te- a preview to the, that's the, the next one I done did. Okay. That's what you going to do. It's going to say that's what I, It's going to say <laughs> WAP. <laughs> Dylan, don't make me. I would. Ron, you get a WAP tattoo? I, now I am. I have to, right? Yeah, right. Oh, oh, oh. I had What's a up? t-shirt to wear. Hold on, wait. I'm going to change my shirt. Oh, Ronald. Girl, no. Oh, he's already gone. That's it. Okay, well, let's head into the news. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, you know oh, what? We can you, wait. You know what else I did? Uh, I what? I picked up uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. Uh, How dare you? I, How much was that? Sixty dollars. Forty. 
You, I'm not going to play. I can't Avengers say anything I want any, to. I'm not going to play any meaningful amount of Avengers to make up with the sixty bucks right now. If I'm gonna be I understand. Com- I understand. What about Fall Guys? I'm 35 years old. <gasps> I don't know. I, I I have no idea. It just looks like it's for children. I know that everybody seems to be playing it though. I got a T-shirt for the podcast. Look. Oh, Ron's back. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> Where did you get that? It's a Justice League t-shirt. Jack, Zack Snyder. Yeah, so, this is Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach- they were doing a promo for um, whenever they announced it. Why? If you had an HBO Max account, you got a free shirt. So I was like, why not? It's content. <laughs> Excuse you. I have an HBO Max account. I didn't get a free t-shirt. I want to. Well, you had to, you had to like hit the link and then do the whole. I want to. I live here, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, you should wear that to work, Ron. No, 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 I don't really support this man. So, you know, there you go. Wow. Is that the I, preview of your tattoo? I appreciate it. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm yes. getting, I'm getting, it's a tramp stamp, actually. A zaddy, zaddy tramp stamp? Zaddy tramp stamp, yeah. There's got to be some really cool Zack Snyder t-shirts that we can get that look like Affliction t-shirts, you know, but they say, I don't know what, cinematography, bro. I don't know what he... <sighs> I don't, know, I don't know what it would be on there, but we gotta we gotta work not, on it. Not for children. Not for children. Yeah, <laughs> this is for, for grown ups. God, um, getting into the news. Um, Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time remake is coming from Ubisoft. Um, during their latest Ubisoft Forward presentation earlier this week, it is confirmed that Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake is coming to the current generation of consoles next January. Uh, developed by Ubisoft's Prune and uh, um, sorry, Pune. Pune and Mumbai Studios is going to be a faithful recreation of the original game, albeit with some enhancements in terms of gameplay and the visuals. Uh, I, I enjoyed this game quite a bit. It's a bit trial and error for my taste, but like, um, it's good. People stand by this video game. They I don't be. remember playing it. Uh, I'm sure I did, but it was original cool. Xbox and PS2. It's exciting. Sure. I saw the movie. Oh boy, where he I was mean, white. We all also, did, right? Yeah, right. Also, does everybody, does every game developer have to have a conference now? Ubisoft Forward. Yeah, of yes. course. Because E3 doesn't exist no more. So, you know. Well, sure, but like, is this, this is the biggest news that came out of it, that, the, that they're remastering <laughs> or remaking Sands of Time? I guess so. Okay. And it's like for current, it's for current generation, but it comes out in January. Yep. Thanks. That's um, lame. I'll, I'll I mean, stop. they've been working on it. For you a while, know where Ubisoft makes their money, though. It's not from any of this crap. It's from no, it's the sports games. No, well, no, they, they don't do the sports games. Um, no, it's from all the DS. You're thinking of EA. I am thinking of EA. Um, it's from they. They have this whole line of DS games, um, called Imagine. You know, uh, variant at the end. So Imagine Babies, Imagine Pets, Imagine Pets Fashion, Imagine Babies Fashion New York. There's, they're the same game with different skins on them, and they sell them by the truckloads to children oh. for like $30. Oh. They make so much money off of all these pets games. Like, those are what gets you, you know, Rainbow Six. I had Nintendogs. Is it, is it like that? Yes. It, a worse Nintendogs. <gasps> oh, no. Nintendogs is good. I mean, relatively. For children, but, yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're not going to get an adult. Well, that's not true. I worked at GameStop. You get plenty of adults that love Nintendogs. Um, Tenet passes $200 million world, worldwide, but rival studios are incensed by Warner Brothers' lack of clarity. 
A few days ago, Variety reported that rival studios and media measurement and research company Rentrack have been struggling to obtain box office figures for Tenet. The trade explained that the studio has only been sharing weekend figures and not daily numbers. It seems that this is going to be the case moving forward as well, presumably because Warner Brothers doesn't want to reveal how poorly Tenet is performing on a daily basis. Uh, on the plus side, we do have numbers for the past few days, as Tenet made $6.7 million during its second weekend. Yikes. <laughs> at the North American box office. That gives it a total of $29.5 million domestically, while $37.3 million uh, overseas takes its running total up to $117 million. So it's doing well, I guess, internationally. Um, but it's doing... Uh, I mean, as... Okay, like is, better than expected, I guess. Or maybe as well as you could hope for, you know, right. during, during a pandemic overseas. Mm-hmm. It's got the biggest asterisk ever, right. of you know. Course. Uh, and I mean, if it just tells you the proof is in the pudding here, like if Rentrack is not able to get these figures, you know that something is being hidden from them. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, why would you hide it if it, it if it's good? I think it truly is marketing because like, it's like, oh, Tenet makes a million dollars on Thursday. You know, like such low numbers. Like, why would Warner Brothers have like a daily negative article, you know? So they're just yeah. doing one a weekend. It turns out, I mean, those last, I saw a lot of uh, websites like try and spin the opening weekend for the last, you know, the the one I actually opened here. But really right. that was like 13 days and it was, it, they combined a whole bunch of days and it was right, really it like nine. Monday, right. Yeah, it opened on a Monday. Yeah, it was a long time. Um, And that included Canada and other overseas where it opened even before that, the week before, you know? So it was a lot of, it it was open for 20 days at that point. Wow. Um, And it had like a, it actually had like a nine point something million dollar opening here. And like, for reference, Inception, let's see what Inception had. It's just, not where, you know. No, it's not where, at all where, where it should be. But it, I mean, this and is Inception had sixty-two million, and this is going to sort of. Um, we'll talk about it more as we go down the list, but this definitely is informing the industry right now, mm-hmm. right? Because we had two big test movies this month, right? We had Tenet mm-hmm. and Mulan as big oh, tests, cool. yeah. right? You know, oh right, mm-hmm. um, testing the industry in different ways. Um, and I guess we'll see going down the news here what happens here. Um, Young Justice has been renewed for a fourth season. Um, good news for Young Justice fans. Season four has been confirmed as a teaser card. Read uh, logo has been revealed, <laughs> confirming that a new season will be titled Young Justice Phantoms. Amid reports that WB may retire the app and focus entirely on HBO Max, Young Justice's confirmation of a fourth season comes with zero additional details other than the fact that it will be titled Young Justice Phantoms. So So cool. it's called Young Justice Phantoms. Yep, that's the news. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, do we know that is there anything here saying that it won't be on HBO Max? Um no. <laughs> I mean, so this I think it will be. We'll see. Yeah, of course I'm sure it will be because why why would they divide themselves? Um, Doom Patrol um, has been renewed for season three. Will now stream exclusively on HBO Max. Um, hey. Ahead of their DC Fandom panel, uh, Warner Brothers uh, TV has some exciting news to share. 
Um, as it's been officially confirmed that Doom Patrol has been renewed for a third season, set to debut, debut sometime in 2021. However, unlike the previous two seasons, season three will stream exclusively on HBO Max, which is a decision, a decision many saw coming as the DC Universe begins to unload their small catalog of original titles <laughs> onto the other platform <laughs> under the Warner Media umbrella. That's a read, their small catalog. I mean, facts are facts, though. So I don't know what it means that one was announced that it was now HBO Max and one wasn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I guess they're still holding out because like Doom no Patrol way. kind of like dipped their toe in the water, you know, with with it was it was simultaneously on both for season two. So right. now it's fully transitioning. But I don't I don't know what's going on with Young Justice. I said DC Universe may be around for a year, another year or so. So I guess it's possible. Why would anybody oh, send it for? Why would why would anybody sign up as a new sub for DC Universe? The comics part, like I mean, the comic sub is nice because you get all the back catalog. Well, you could sub for a month and watch their catalog. I don't know. Right, it could be worth seven bucks to watch Titans and Doom Patrol and Young Justice and Stargirl. You know, they have sure, yeah, they have a month a month's worth of stuff. I think. Hmm. How long is that free trial? Do they still have a free trial? I don't know. Probably not. Why would they? Yeah, right. for real. Huh? Um, Wonder Woman 1984 will no longer be released on October 2nd. Wonder oh, Brothers no. has now confirmed that uh, Wonder Woman 1984 will de- will open on December 25th. This will not impact Dune, which is still scheduled for release December 18th. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see uh, whether the studio sticks to these planned dates. Uh, more details revealed about the decision to remove the sequel to move the sequel to Christmas Day. Um. Collider has shared more details on Warner Brothers' decision to move the movie from October 2nd to December 25th, a Christmas Day release, which puts it one week after Doom's debut on the 18th. The site claims that Tenet's disappointing opening weekend wasn't a factor, (laughs) sure, and the studio has Mm -hmm. been considering the new slot for a while now. Uh Apparently, ever since uh, Warner Brothers released the latest 1984 trailer during DC Fandom, the sequel has been tracking at the highest levels across all metrics. Uh, the issue is that 30% of North American theaters remain closed, uh, but will they have opened their doors by Christmas? Uh, no. I, I mean, I no, <laughs> not at all. It's just a guessing game at this point. It doesn't right. seem I likely. These incremental changes do nothing but bother, you know, everybody who pays attention to these types of things. Um, who, somebody, I think it might have been Matt. Somebody, I think it might have um, Matt. from Clear Lake Store was um, telling me that. Like um, I'm gonna echo off of somebody here. Um, that uh, with this put recent change is that uh, Wonder Woman's date has changed more than New Mutants. It's changed six times. Has it? That's, that's what Matt told me. This is a six. That date. sounds right. Because New Mutants so, was a, I mean, it moved a lot, but it moved like wider. You know, right, if, it was like a year true. at a time, as opposed to God, this mess. Whatever. Is is this movie going to come out on Christmas? Probably not. Honestly, I don't think so. Who's going to? Probably not. I feel like on Christmas you have like a lot of other stuff to do. You know. Well, I mean, and we'll, you're not going to want like, oh, you want to risk the whole family? I don't know. I, I know Christmas is a big time for movies, but I don't think you're going to want to feel particularly inclined to go out with the family. Have you, you know I mean? ever, have either of you ever gone to see a movie on Christmas just in general? I have one. Not not on Christmas Day. 
Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Yeah, several times. I, I'm the one of Christmas Eve. Once or twice. Only once. And I, I remember the movie. It was uh, Will Smith's Ali on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a Will Smith movie. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Um, we often don't have anything to do by the night of Christmas Day. Sure. So sometimes we do that, but right. Not it's not it's not often. I know I movies constantly come out that day. I don't do it for any sort of like reasons for wanting to not see a movie on Christmas. You know, I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's always so it's it's a packed movie theater day, and I don't like packed movie theater days just in general. Mm-hmm. And if that's going to be what happens on COVID, I you know during covid christmas i'm mm-hmm. not here for it this is just it's like also this movie is like around the fourth of july and within the movie you know it's centered around that right that's gonna be weird i don't know i like it when they match up the holiday to the time it's coming out they should just delay it till summer but i mm-hmm. think it's weird that they're saying it has nothing to do with tenant <laughs> when it very obviously has something yeah, to do yeah, with tenant. and it was clearly the canary in the coal mine you know and right I think that was all Nolan's decision. Not that he got to make the decision, but he probably put a lot of pressure on them to, to yeah, do of course. that. Yeah, no, he fought. Seeing no as no one else wants to. <laughs> yeah, no one fought really hard to get his movie out in theaters. I just It doesn't make sense. Ill. Why sacrifice money, you know? Like, right. you can say, Weird. oh, it did, it made 20 million overseas. Like, that's not so bad, you know? But, like, the movie needs to make 500 to break even, you know? So why are you Wonder Woman could open now and probably make, you know, maybe 50 million, but like it could make a billion dollars next year, you know? Right. right. It doesn't make any sense. It's just very short sighted to release things now, I think, for a studio. They have to be really desperate. I think, or, I mean, this, we might get to this a little bit later, but, um, I think you might see these studios release them digitally, like they did Mulan, because I think Mulan. I'm hoping we get more of that. Like, I would, you know how much money they would make off of Black Widow? Yeah. A, a lot. Yeah, for real, huh? Unfortunately, uh, we're not going to know exactly how. There are some people guessing, some new sites guessing, but we're not going to know exactly how Mulan did, I don't think, unless Disney tells us. There's no metrics for that type streaming of like there are for theaters, unfortunately. I wish there were. I'd love to know, you know. But we'll know. It'll be easy to tell based on if they do it again. Right. Um, Candyman is the latest 2020 movie to lose its release date. Warner Brothers' decision to shift Wonder Woman uh, has led to more widespread release date changes as geez, uh, Universal slash MGM slash Bronze slash Monkey, <laughs> Monkey Ball uh, Candyman to be moved from October 16th to a currently undisclosed 2021 de- debut. I don't think it's undisclosed. I think it's undecided at this point. Right. Yeah. This is the right way to delay a movie, I think. Yeah, just say we'll put it out when yeah, we can. <laughs> but also, Candyman could very easily. This is this is a prime candidate for a release on streaming. Yeah, I'd like that. Re- release it during Halloween, like release it close to you know Halloween, and sell it for thirty bucks and rake in some money. Feelings. I don't know. I'm I'm okay with it. Although although maybe the delaying is good because all the productions are getting delayed. So we're, there's going to be a point where we have the lull again of releases. That's what I was going to say. In a year, I don't want it to be like another gap of movies because we couldn't wait and released all the movies that were made online, you know? Right. I guess ideally I would want them to release online, but stretched out pretty thinly, like give sure. us one a month or something. 
Okay, so let me ask you this. I mean, although, so a movie like Candyman, because uh, Black Widow is a bad example of this question. Candyman, if we if we buy this movie on paid streaming, and we like it, would do you think they could release it again in theaters and then attract an audience to go see it? Because Black Widow, of course, is going to... I mean, they could do that with Black Widow easily, with a blockbuster movie. I think so. I also I think th- it would work with a movie like Candyman. I don't think it would make a lot, but I think it would be worth it, maybe. I, I would totally I would totally do that. I would pay money to stream it, and then if I like it, I will go see it in theaters. See, but that's not a movie I need to see on the big screen, though, you know? Well, right, it's not. With especially with nowadays, like, like Widow. Yes, yeah. I would go see. I kind of, I don't know. I kind of want to see Candyman in theaters. I like horror movies in with the sound in theaters. Well, well, that's, really, that's, that's what, all of the not the sound, the uh, the audience. I like the too, audience right? too. Yeah, right, True. right, right. I don't yeah, know. Uh, it's I hard mean, to say until you've seen it whether it's perfect for theaters or home. Sometimes, but but home that theaters are getting better and better every six months. It seems, and that is also true. You know. I, if I At least for visuals and sound. Yeah, know? right. I mean, I've got I've got a really nice couch with reclining seats everywhere. You know, I'm, I I don't know. It's this is uh anyway. You don't have anyone to watch it with. Well, you have Lori and your yeah, cat. Lori, but you know what I mean. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. But also, you can have a bad theater experience at a horror movie too. So shout know. out Annihilation. Shout out Annihilation. Um, the top U.S. Oh. doctor. Oh, you go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say one more thing about Wonder Woman. Go ahead. Can I go back for a second? I don't no. like that it's coming out a week after Dune. It seems really stupid. It is very stupid. Yes. Like, give I mean, Dune, not give Dune some regardless. time to make money. I know it's probably not going to happen, but they're saying that, oh, it won't affect Dune. Dune will be fine. Like That seems like a terrible decision. That's like a similar market. Dune would probably move. Yeah, I, it doesn't seem as high of a priority, but now, they're Dune, saying Dune is a theatrical movie, though. That's Oh, most definitely. Yes. I mean, I'm that not is also not saying. Dune. I mean, I would if that's the option they give me. I'm gonna yes, do it. Yes, of course, but I would prefer not to. Right, because I mean, it's directed by Denny Fortnite Villeneuve. You know, <laughs> we only bestow the Fortnite name to those that truly deserve it. Of course. Um, top U.S. doctor Anthony Fauci reveals when he thinks movie theaters will be safe. Anthony Fortnite Fauci. For real, though. <laughs> Do- Dr. Anthony Fortnite Fauci said uh, during an interview with uh, Jennifer Garner, Dr. Anthony Fortnite Fauci pointed out that a vaccine doesn't guarantee an immediate safety for the people. When Garner asked when he believes it will be safe for people to sit in theaters again or go to performances which have been canceled due to the pandemic, Fauci said that it will take at least a year for a vaccine to make places like that safe. With communities only gaining an immunity, providing general health safety practices uh, are followed. As a result, Fauci doesn't believe that it will be safe to sit in a theater without a mask on until fall 2021. Oof. So the vaccine comes out and then you have a year after that is what he's saying. Right. Like it doesn't just come out and then it's over. A bunch of people have to take it. Right. You know, it has to be distributed really well. Like as soon as they're like, oh, we did it. We made it. It's not going to like we can go to Walgreens and get it the next day. You know? Right. right. It's going to be a whole, a whole system, but that's pretty bleak waiting till fall 2021. Yeah. Like I know they just canceled toy fair or whatever the, the thing that was in February. Um, and they're moving it to may, which I think is also like, again, incremental changes don't even come on. Also fall 2021 is pretty optimistic. That's assuming, uh, right, that's assuming that scene comes out in fall, which only like 
Trump says is going to happen at this point. So right. mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I really am not even holding out for Gen Con next year. You know, like that's August. No. I don't. I doubt it. It's not unrealistic to say that it'll be a couple years until big cons and stuff like that happen again. You know, right? Yeah, most definitely. Um. So myself, Dwight, Nick Ryan, uh, Edwin, uh, a customer of ours. Um, all and Austin on from Washington, uh, from the Heights location, bought a we're, we we bought tickets to this AEW wrestling show that was supposed to happen in April of this year. Um, obviously that moved to November. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got the email today. It moved from November fourth to Jul- to June thirtieth of twenty twenty one. And again, I, I still don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, for real, doing big, big leaps, you know, it's right. not they like went, a month at a time. Yeah, they went from April. They moved it. They moved it in March from April to, to November, because in March, we had no idea what we were doing. Of course. You know, remember mm-hmm. when we thought we would be coming back to recording in person? <laughs> yep. Remember? Uh, yeah. So, I yeah, we're not going to be doing that for a while. But um, yeah, so that's a mess. Um, Fast and the Furious 9 star Michelle Rodriguez confirms movie will take the franchise into outer space. Recently, confirmation we, we needed. Yes, this is this is the news we needed. Um, recently we learned that an upcoming Tom Cruise movie will take the Daredevil actor into outer Ugh. space, but it, <laughs> Daredevil actor. But it sounds like F9, the Fast Saga, is that what it's called? Is that what it's Yeah, is that the title? F9 will beat it to the punch. Earlier this year, Ludacris dropped some hints that uh, that this might be the case, and co-star <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez confirmed as much during a recent Sirius XM interview on the Jess Cagle show. Oh, no way. How did you guys find that out? See what happens? People start talking behind the scenes, man. When does a, when a movie doesn't come out and, and forget it, things... What is this quote? When a movie doesn't come out and forget about it, things get out, the actress says. Nobody was supposed to know that. I think it's funny that she's confirming it and they brought it up to her as like theoretical. And right. She can, she's talking about people who leak things, but like she's the one who confirmed it. No one knew that was true. They just kind of speculated. And she's like, Oh, I hate who said that. I hate that they revealed that. How dare they? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Michelle Fortnite Rodriguez. Whoa, 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 whoa. She didn't get a Fortnite. <laughs> you're Fortnite, right. You're right. I'm sorry. Fortnite means quality. Let's not overdo it. Yeah. Well, Fortnite means family. So, okay, but uh, let's talk about this title. F9 colon The Fast Saga. I yeah, think at this made. point they're just trolling us. And every movie is going to have some sort of a different trade dress or, you know, whatever you ever want to refer to it. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's actually it. I know each movie has several. You know? I mean, I don't like, think they've had a consistent one. It's like the Birds of Prey Harley Quinn situation. It's just like you can have several names now. Uh, so I mean, knows? I guess so. Um, let's see, the Fast Saga. Here, here we go. It's number one is the Fast and the Furious, then Too Fast, Too Furious, then fitting with the original theme, the Fast and Furious colon Tokyo Drift, then Fast and Furious, then <laughs> Fast Five, then Fast and Furious Six. So we've had two repeats, but not at the same one. Then Furious Seven. The Fate of the Furious and F9, as, as according to Wikipedia. Um, so no two are alike. No, oh, really? two are alike. So one, like one and three match, 
It's the Fast well, and Furious. The, sec- the third one has a colon, though. I don't know. It's not the same. Fast and Furious and Fast and Furious 6 match. Well, 4 and 6 match and 1 and 3 match. To a degree. Okay. What's the... There has to be a reason. I, I don't know. And then Hobbs and Shaw is Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Well, I feel like we need a cork board. What if they like call yarn? It? I need like the the it's always sunny, like you know me. Nine fast, right. nine furious. Nine and nine fast. I mean, <laughs> the tenth one has to be really all out bananas with the name. Ten fast, two, ten furious. Yeah. What's the anime called? I've already gone away from the thing. Turbo Racers, I think something. I don't know. Is it is it the Turbo, turbo. Charge Prelude for Fast and the Furious Two? Yeah, maybe that's it. Gross. It has Turbo in it. That's too bad. All right. Moving on from <sighs> Fast and Furious. Um, Books of Blood promo brings us creepy first footage from Hulu's Clive Barker adaptation. Uh, Hulu recently announced that its upcoming film adaptation of Clive Barker's Books of Blood will premiere on the streaming service on October 7th. And we now have a very brief first look at some footage courtesy of a teaser promo. Uh, this was originally set to be developed as a TV series. Uh, that would have presumably adapted many of the short stories from Barker's collection of novels as possible, but this feature will only focus on three. We have no idea which one, uh, which ones. The teaser may offer a hint or two, but there's certainly plenty to choose from. Um, the, t- the clip is maybe 25 seconds long. It's that's including short, yeah. titles, like titles and credits. Um, it's cool, I guess. And I'm a giant Clive Barker fan, so uh, I'm excited regardless. Um, hmm. I'm a little bummed out that it's a, I, I was, I didn't realize it was going to be a movie. I thought it was going to be a show. Um, so that's too bad, but yeah, they've already adapted books of blood previously, but like, really. like, like the article says, um, the, it, there's multiple not books of blood novels that have a ton of short stories within them. So I don't know what's it being adapted versus what was previously adapted. So, um, I'm up for it. Uh, do you guys care about this? Are you going to watch this? I'll watch it. Times are tough. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> Times are tough. Um, I'm about to get rid of Hulu, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. That That's Dylan's <laughs> gimmick, right? Like I already got rid of it, yeah. Pushing the Hulu. Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision, both to appear have fi- to have finally resumed production. Uh, the Direct has shared some screenshots from WandaVision camera department member Tori Lenar uh instagram stories revealing that she's back at work with that the only project that she's working on right now uh and that there's nothing else on her imdb page stalled due to covid this has to be the elizabeth olsen paul bettany led series as for the falcon and winter soldier murphy's multiverse has shared a series of <laughs> un unreveal yeah unrevealing set videos confirming that uh shooting was taking place as recently as yesterday Ooh. This is a little dated because, like, a couple hours ago, some more set photos came out for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. With um, Sharon Carter, Emily Van Camp, and uh, Batrock. I don't remember the guy's name. He's like a fi- a real fighter or something, right? Is it George St. Pierre? Yeah, him. He was on, which we didn't know he was going to be in the show, but he no. was uh, on set too. So that's pretty cool. It, it was weird. They were wearing, like, um, face shields, goggles and face shields. Really? Yeah. I wonder okay. if there's a like a a world where they film with those and then take them out digitally. No, they could not I for mean, a show. Mar- yeah, you're right. But for a movie, Marvel's got that money. Why not? They do. I mean, I don't know. Look at look at the mustache from Justice League. 
Well, that's that's not oh, Marvel. This got, got to fix fast. Um, I've seen so many YouTube people do that way better. It's so weird. I I think that'll go down in history as something that's like just a bizarre film moment. You know? Imagine so many just yes. dudes with their little computers doing it way better at home. I don't understand. Imagine seeing that movie and not knowing that that's what happened and just being really surprised. Why does Superman look weird? <laughs> if you're not plugged into the news. Right. Which a lot of people aren't. True. You know? um, Scream legend. Nev Campbell, Ooh. as it says in the article, Scream legend Nev Campbell officially set to return for the upcoming fifth chapter. I believe we talked about this last week as a maybe. Um, Bloody Disgusting is reporting that Nev Campbell has officially been confirmed to reprise her role as the original Scream Queen, uh-huh. uh, Sydney Prescott, <laughs> in Spyglass Media Group and Paramount Pictures' upcoming Scream relaunch slash sequel. Following the, following the announcement, Campbell shared the following statement to express her excitement. Quote, after spending time speaking with Radio Silence, they have shown such love, respect, and admiration for Wes, Wes Craven and all that he's created in the Scream franchise. I am beyond excited to step back into the role of Sidney Prescott and return to Woodsboro. Ready or not, directors um, Matthew Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillette are set to helm the film. Uh, I will Last watch. week we talked about, I think, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Yeah, you're right. How she was the last holdout, and you were like, she said she'd never do one without Wes Craven. Wes Craven. So are you uh, surprised or no? No. I mean, what else is she what else is she doing? Whoa, okay. <laughs> I mean I mean let's I mean be completely real. Like I mean, what's Neff Campbell up to? You know, I, I didn't mean, what is she know until done? very recently. This is um, unrelated. But I didn't but, know that um this movie I like was a Wes Craven one. Um Red Eye. Have you seen that? Oh, Red Eye. <laughs> I Have love that movie. Yeah. With Killian. Is Murphy? it bad? Is it considered bad? I think so. I love that movie. I thought uh, it was really good. It's Rachel McAdams and Gillian Murphy. Gillian Murphy, and, yeah, an yeah, early, plane, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, an early. I didn't know that that was a Wes Craven movie. Uh huh. Um, I think Neither it's largely panned. Um, I think um, it's not a seventy-nine. It's not. It's not terrible. Okay, sixty-four from audience. I enjoyed it. I, I want to rewatch that. Was it two thousand something? Early two thousand five. Okay. Let's do. Did, I think we already did a Wes Craven. And episode. you guys didn't do Red Eye, his most famous film. His his most famous film. Um, no, I'm sure we didn't. <laughs> uh, um, we did West Craven because that's why I watched yeah. Music of Heart. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we did. There it is. I I found it. We did uh, West Craven Spotlight, in which let's see. Oh we, yeah, we did. Huh? We discussed Hawks Pox, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, and. The Hills Have Eyes, maybe? That's in the logo, so. That's for Horror Month last year. Sounds about right. No, Horror Month 20-whatever. Who cares? Um, interesting. Um, but I'm excited for this. I mean, I will go watch any Scream movie, so I'm in. Um, Tenet News. Christopher Nolan's long-delayed sci-fi blockbuster may have only had a $10 million U.S. opening. Oh, I accidentally spoiled this, didn't I? Yeah, you did. We don't need to do it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, we already talked about this. It did badly. Yeah, Tenet did not do well. Uh, don't believe the hype. Uh, still, Tenet is a, an enjoyable theater experience, and if you can rent the theater out, I would recommend doing it. Uh, Tenet, Thanks. probably... The cheapest place... I've done research because we're... Well, yes. Um, Mike wants to do one through Bedrock for, I don't know, people he knows, or employees or whatever. But 
I had to research all the theaters and really compare them, you know, the attendees, the amenities, the prices. And um, it looks like Cinemark uh, Star Cinemark or Star Cinema Grill is the best value because you get the entree, the popcorn and the soda. It's $25 a person. But um, and you only need 10 people for that. So that's the lowest minimum and the best value. But Cinemark, you can do it for $150. You just get the theater. It's way easier because it's just a flat rate. You literally go on to the app like you're buying a ticket. And if it's empty, you could just click $150 and just buy the theater instead of doing wow. seats. Wow. It's so much easier. And you get this kind of ticket. So it's cheapest at Cinemark, but best value at Star Cinema. Don't do Regal. Okay. Um, Dang, Regal. Well, well, like, okay, so I don't get the, the minimum. Like, if I want to pay Star Cinema $300 to go watch a movie by myself, I mean, that the money works out to be the oh. same. Yeah, it's a minimum number of tickets you have to buy, I guess. You don't have to have that many people, you know? Right. Interesting. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, you can buy 10 tickets at Star Cinema. Robocop prequel TV series in the works about the movie's villain, Dick what? Jones. Um, All right. Talk about a franchise I really don't care about. I'm sorry. Like I know people love Robocop. I just... Sorry to this man. I'm sorry to this man. <laughs> um, movie phone recently... If movie phone still exists? Um... Movie Phone recently revealed that a prequel TV series is now in the works, which will follow RoboCop villain Dick Jones and the rise of Omni Consumer Products. I'm working at MGM on it, writer Ed Newmeyer uh, confirmed when asked where things stand with the project. It has all the cool stuff about RoboCop, except no RoboCop. I'm working uh, with these two writers, Dave Perkin, uh, Dave Parkin, and Rob Gibbs, uh, who brought the idea of the TV producer. Uh, to a TV producer friend of mine uh, who then brought it to me. So it has all the cool stuff of RoboCop, but without RoboCop. That's who, why did he say that? This is exactly people. Well, the cool stuff in RoboCop is, <laughs> you know, a cyberpunk aesthetic, um, ultra violence. But so many other people do that better, you know? Yeah, for sure. Why are you paying for the RoboCop IP and not using RoboCop? Using RoboCop? RoboCop. You can do a cyberpunk dystopian future, whatever. Right, unlicensed. It's a low tech cyberpunk, but um, it's kind of like Dread, or no? Um, yeah, yeah kind of, but less tech than Dread. I've only seen the new yeah. RoboCop. <laughs> did you Blasphemy. know? Did you know, Ron, um, mm. that in 1990, RoboCop made his debut in World Championship Wrestling? <laughs> I did not know. You did. Uh, Sting. Sting was trapped in a cage by some people, I forget who. And who came out to save him but Robocop himself? That's pretty good. Was that yeah. promotion for the movie? That's fantastic. You know, for Robocop too. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I don't think he had a match, but Robocop came out and like freed Sting from the cage. Oh god, it's a mess. Well, why don't they, do, right why don't they still do stuff like that? Yeah. They need too many. They could have done like a reverse match for tenant. <laughs> yes, just right in reverse. <laughs> well, they've been doing oh, God. like I mean, they I say they've been doing. They did one cinematic match that's like filmed like a TV show uh for WrestleMania. This oh, word. Yeah. Super dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got a lot of positive reactions. I mean, they didn't invent this. Um oh, sure. Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy invented it really in in Impact Wrestling. They they filmed the final deletion and all these other cinematic style matches that are shot like movies and TV shows. WWE brought their budget though. So it was the Undertaker versus AJ Styles. It was called the Boneyard match and they wrestled in some cemetery and 
it's pretty cool to watch. So, I mean, you could, you, you know, the options are really unlimited there for, I mean, we all know what wrestling is. So, right, why, exactly. why not get wild with it? Um, exactly, exactly. But uh, Dune comes to life in the long awaited first trailer for Denny, Denny Fortnite Villeneuve's Epic Adam. Villeneuve. Um, the long awaited trailer is finally online. And the, and most would agree that the first look at Denny Fortnite Villeneuve's highly anticipated adaptation of Frank Herbert's seminal sci-fi novel was worth waiting for. And ooh boy, this trailer is great. It's it solid, juicy, spicy. I love it. Love it's solid, solid. Love it. Ron, you, you saw that big old worm. Yeah, you saw that worm. Got the big old worm in there. Oh, that worm. No, I do want to read it. So Dylan started reading it. Um. I finished book one, not the first book, but like the, they the, break up the book into like three, I don't know, maybe three parts act, or something. Yeah, like it's like that. Oh, cool. Man. Yeah. But I'm taking a really long time because I'm doing the comic book girl 19 Dune club. Oh, are you like cute? There's like a, there's like a, like a half hour talk and there's like a long Q and a after. How so is it's it? taking me a while. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. She's, I like her analysis a lot. She's super thorough, which I appreciate. She is. Yeah. It's like the, um, what is it called? Like epic reviews or something? Oh, yeah. I love does. those epic it's, reviews. It's kind of like that, but with no graphics, you know? So sure. It's just kind of her sitting there talking, but it's really good. And she's doing Dune, then another one, the second book. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, I don't remember. Heretics of I'm, Dune, Children I'm of I'm loving Dune. the book. It's very, uh, I was expecting it to be a lot more dated than it is. It's you know? not, it's, which is amazing for when it came out, you know? It really uh, is timely. I think he, that's probably on purpose, you know, making it. Timeless, so, but it doesn't seem like you're picking up some old, old fart. Because it came out in 1965, so by all oh, rights, wow. it should be super dated. This would come out today, and I would have no idea. I'll tell you what's funny um, is I was talking to one of the customers in store today, named or not today, a couple of days ago, named Sean, and he was talking about um, how his a friend of his has this crazy conspiracy theory about the novel of Dune, and that Frank Herbert stole it. Like you know, killed his grad student, stole his unpublished novel or whatever, well, no and, and put his name on it because all the other dunes after this are bananas, crazy, uh, almost bad, don't make any sense, and they just have like wild ideas. Like, hmm. uh, like if you Google what Duke Leto Atreides looks like, you're just like, this is Dune. This is what I'm reading. Don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to get to Dune 5 to see that. Um, <laughs> or not, I think as a kid, I forget. It's from Dune 5. Uh, some really wild stuff happens. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I'm actually going to start rereading Dune coming up soon. Um, as soon as I've, I'm on a cyberpunk kick. Um, so as soon as I finish yeah, up this series. Um, the Walking Dead confirmed to end after season 11. Um, however, spinoffs have been revealed. We knew that the writing was on the wall as the ratings steadily declined, As and AMC have now officially announced that The Walking Dead will soon come to an end. The network revealed that the zombie survival drama has been renewed for an 11th and final season, which will run for a massive 24 episodes. Wow. Jeez. It's also <laughs> been announced, so it's two seasons. Um, yeah, yeah basically. Another two spinoff series are currently in the works. One will focus on the continuing adventures of Daryl and Carol, uh, and the other <laughs> is a uh, quote anthology themed offshoot. Um, 
I haven't watched this in a long time. We talk about this every time Walking Dead comes up. Every time. I watched it, watch it in so long. I, I don't know anyone that is actively watching Walking Dead. Anybody. Not Leanne? No. Oh, wow. No. She was all about it a couple of years ago. Yeah. She was. Uh, well, okay. If she if she does watch it, she doesn't talk about it. She talks about all the other shows she watches. So I don't mm-hmm. know what. No, I don't think she's watching this. Someone needs to explain to me how, because I know Daryl and Carol are basically the only ones left who I mean, you would like original so, right? characters. So how does canceling it and then doing a Daryl Carol show, how's that different than another what they're season? already doing? Yeah. Right. Because Maggie and Michonne are gone. They were some of the last stragglers too. Right. So That's crazy. Now there's going to be this one. There's going to be the Rick things. The there's going to be that, that young adult one that's coming out. And then right. there's going to be so that's gonna be four Walking Dead shows. Oh, and wow. Fear the Walking Dead five. That one has to be on its last. You think it's you think it's going? It can't last that long. Well, this one went eleven seasons, so well, yeah. But people like the main Walking Dead season. Oh, no. oh, no. I'm not very in touch with what's possible. Was Walking Dead? Yeah, me neither. Not at all. I just I don't care. Like I. I'm trying to think. Maybe I'll start watching them again. This is done. What could be done (laughs) to make me want to to make you want to watch Walking Dead again? I'm gonna watch that young adult one. Um, Gotta gotta slap a CW filter on it. I would have to like. Oh yeah, I would watch the walk. I'd watch that one. I'd have to have like two weeks to so me and like Evan can catch up on it because that was my reason to watch it. It was like hang out with my brother and watch a show we liked, you know? Right. Um, We stopped that, so you know. Yeah. Um, freaky trailer unleashes body swap horror from Blumhouse. Don't go in the Blumhouse. Uh, Blumhouse has <laughs> released the first trailer for their upcoming body swap title, a movie titled Freaky. The movie is directed by Chris Landon, who did Happy Death Day. It stars Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn. After swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, played by Vince Vaughn, a young girl in high school, Played by Catherine Newton, discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change before the, before the change becomes permanent. <laughs> the movie is set to open in theaters Friday the 13th of November. We'll um, see. And the trailer is pretty good. Um, Stephen King tw- uh, tweeted, um, based on the trailer of Freaky, Vince Vaughn has got to get nominated for an Academy Award. This Watch out. Effing awesome. <laughs> I'm a so if he gave his stamp of approval, it must be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm about it, especially if it's a movie he didn't because he will he will put over anything that is adapting his work until it comes out, and Obviously. then and then if it comes out and sucks, he'll make sure you know that it's not very good. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. This movie really doesn't have anything to do with us. I guess a little bit, but I mean, I really put it on here because review? I mean, we <sighs> review. I mean, we we talk about Blumhouse all the time. We do. Yeah. I just put it on here because I saw the trailer and I I'm very excited for it. I'm more excited about. This was a perfect at-home movie, speaking of, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I hope this comes out. Although I miss going to Blumhouse movies together. I that know. is also true. The Academy establishes representation and inclusion standards for Oscars eligibility. Uh, the Academy Motion Picture, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced new representation and inclusion standards for Oscars eligibility in the Best Picture category as part of its Academy uh, Aperture 2025 initiative. These standards are designed to encourage more equitable representation on and off screen in order to better reflect the diversity of the movie-going audience. To be nominated for a Best Picture, a film must meet two out of four of the following standards to be deemed eligible. I can explain these. 
okay. Uh, for, okay, well, like you said, first one's on screen, and that's basically has to be a lead actor or an ensemble. And what they mean by diverse is Asian, Hispanic, Black, Indigenous, Middle Eastern, Native, Hawaiian, or an, uh, an other race, you know? Right. Um, and Not also they... Yeah, but also, like, the rules are super loose because they include women, um, a repressed racial ethnic group, LGBTQ, you know? Okay. So I think it's pretty interesting that women are considered diverse still. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it's Hollywood they are, though. Yeah. Um, the second one is creative leadership, and that's basically, like, the producers and directors and stuff. Sure. You know? Writers. That that same category applies to all of these, pretty much. Okay. Um, next one is industry access and opportunities, and that's, that like... Mean- you can have like a paid apprenticeship or an internship for people of that group, you know, on your movie. So they can kind of get their foot in the door. Okay. I assume most of them will do that. Cause that one's pretty easy. And then the last one is audience development. And that's like people involved in distributing the movie and marketing and stuff to make sure that it's marketed properly and not like, you know, in a way that doesn't honor the diverse group that it's telling a story about. Sure. So, people were mad about this on Twitter. Of course they were. Of course. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I I don't have any problem with this. They were like, well, 1917 and Joker couldn't have been nominated. Good. Um, they got every other category. Cool. Yeah, right? The you thing have every is, other category. The thing is, like, yeah, and this is only for Best Picture. It's not even for, for all of them. But, like, the thing is, you can still tell those stories, like, if you fully cannot have anybody on screen that's not a straight white also handicapped is one of them a straight white you know able-bodied man right then you can have behind the scenes talent you know so there's there's other avenues for those movies to get made you just can't basically all the rules are saying i feel like it's a really low hurdle is that you can't have like everyone in front of the camera and behind the camera right check off straight white male able-bodied you know that's i feel like that's not hard right no i mean it no not be. at all it should i don't be. know it's just crazy to me uh but people are like well will the um winner the actual winners be contested every year because they're like well this movie could have I mean, like well joker could have won but it couldn't have been nominated so like is moonlight really the best picture you know what i mean oh god so does it invalidate the future winners I'm I'm not ready for that. Uh, I don't think it does, but that's what people. No, are. I, I, I think that's either. what will happen. People will argue it and be like, "Well, Joker two could have been nominated." Joker two. I had an argument. I was talking about this <laughs> with um someone in the store, and they were like, "Well, Zossie Beats was a main character in Joker," and I was like, "I don't think no, she was. She not. was the main character. No faith. <laughs> not even close." You know what? That guy was that character because he thought he was she was the main character, just like Joker thought that was his girlfriend. There you go. Yeah. This this starts in twenty twenty five. And also a lot of these percentages for like groups are thirty percent. It's not it's not crazy, I don't think. This it's hardly restrictive. So especially when women, which is more than half the population, are considered diverse. Right, exactly. Like that's so frustrating that people like are like in every media though like comics everywhere of course so. i mean everything everything the world is a boys club or has been a boys club so right. if these rules were applied to comics like 
it had to match these in order for the comic to be made. Like, how many comics would be left on the shelves? Ooh. Like, if if the either the writer, the artist, or the character had to have a character of, you know, one of those groups, right? Can you imagine? There'd be no, like ten no. books a month. I know. Especially I- since they match up, they always match up the diverse creators with the diverse characters. Right. So it's not like it's not like it's spread out. There'd be like ten books. Oh man. But oh well. I think it'd be an interesting um experiment to go into bedrock and to just look at the shelves and see like just count how many there are. Yeah. I mean some people it. may genuinely not think about it. I think that's probably the case. Same with their yeah. movies. What's your um, favorite movie? Does it fit? It's like the new Bechtel test. What could it be nominated for an Oscar? Um Spider My favorite movie is Apocalypse Now. And it has it's an ensemble cast, and two of the main people are African American. Lawrence Fishburne, and I don't know who plays the captain of the boat. I don't remember his name. I don't really have a favorite, but I'm sure. I don't know. I did really like 1917, so they would have had to have behind the scenes talent, but I don't know. Um, Ant Man 3 adds star Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Um, after star after a star making turn in HBO's hit series Lovecraft Country, Jonathan Majors is now ready to make his mark in the MCU in a big way. Majors has been tapped for one of the lead roles in the next Ant Man movie, opposite Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. The studio the studio has no comments. Uh, no uh, studio had no comment, but sources close to the project say he's he is likely to play the supervillain Kang the Conqueror. That's cool. That's cool. Good for him. That's super exciting. Dope. I'm only really watching good, Lovecraft. Yo. I've only watched the first three. But you know, yes, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not loving what I'm seeing. I'm one behind, but he's he's really good. Yeah, at I'm it, one behind so. too. He's fantastic. Are you going to? It's read also the cool book? to see. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's different. The show is way more episodic than I thought it was going to be. The book is um, it's anthologies, right? Or like different awful. stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense, but. Like, is there an episode where Letitia buys an apartment and Atticus isn't even in it, really? She buys a house. Oh, yep. a house. Okay. Yeah. In the book, mm-hmm. it's in a, and it's like an apartment complex. I mean, she has other people living there, though. So and it's oh, kind of. okay. Sure. Cool. I like the show a lot, though. It's good. Um, no, it's fantastic. I love it. And he's show. great in it. I think it's cool that we're going to have a black villain. I feel like you don't see that very often, you know? Yeah. Most definitely. And uh, Kang, hello. that leads. It just it's, uh, was Black Superman. Oh god, he was not the villain. <laughs> yeah, but maybe this—it's speculated that Young Avengers play a role here, and Kang is like the first villain of the Young Avengers. So maybe, finally, we get Kang. Come on, maybe. Um, final news here before the movie: uh, Mulan's Disney Plus release was dictated by research suggesting dismal box office performance. Uh, Mulan was supposed to be released in theaters back in March, but the pandemic made that impossible, and was moved to, later was moved to July. With things not improving, that too changed, and Disney ended up surprising everyone when they announced um, the Disney Plus debut in a $30 price tag. While we still don't know whether that was a successful move, it must have earned more money than Tenet's dismal $10 million opening weekend. The Disney CFO, Christine McCarthy, has explained that the reaction from consumers about potentially returning to movie theaters in the midst of a pandemic is a big part of what led them to give Mulan a premium VOD release. McCarthy later added that Disney has been, quote, very pleased with the way Mulan performed and believe its release brought in some, quote, new additional subscribers. 
Um, that's as much as we're going to get with uh, right. Well, I mean, numbers. very pleased sounds like PR speak for we made some money on it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, How so much though? Let's talk about Mulan. Do we have? Yeah, we got two minutes. Yeah, we're, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, oh, direct, boy, directed by directed by Nikki Caro, uh, starring Rick Jaffa. No, Rick, I'm sorry. R- written by Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silver, <laughs> Elizabeth Martin, and Lauren Heineck. So it took a lot of people to write this movie. A lot and, of white people. Yeah, yeah, a lot of white people. Um, and so, starring some people whose names I'm sorry that I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Um, Yifei yeah, Liu. Yifei Liu. Uh, Donnie Yen, Jason Scott Lee, Yosin An, uh, Lee Gong, and Jet Li. Um, that's most of them. Yeah, that's most. Um, so, and it's sitting at a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 51% audience score, 266 reviews. So, that's pretty, that's not going to go anywhere. Right. Uh, it has a 71 top critics. The average rating is a 6.5 and 7 for top critics. So, I, I've only seen the original Mul- or uh, the animated Mulan once, um, on tape a long time ago. I I I don't <laughs> it's I don't love it. I don't I don't hate it. I just it's not my favorite Disney movie. Um, and uh, as you have a different lens now, though. Huh? You have a different lens now. The fully formed brain. It's time to revisit. I do. My cat's. We should have. I almost wish Mulan was canceled so that we could have reviewed the animated one. Reviewed you know, animated. like how we were doing that. Yeah. Right. I'd like to go back and watch it again. Um so uh, but again, I don't have so I don't I'm coming at this without any great love of the original. Uh mm-hmm. and I also don't go back as an adult and watch a lot of these old Disney movies. I have fond memories of The Lion King and Aladdin and The Little Mermaid and all these things, but I haven't watched them since I was a child. Um what about the ones from when you were a kid like Snow White and stuff? Wow. <laughs> wow. Living Beauty, <laughs> uh, Steamboat <laughs> Willie. Yeah, I remember. I remember when I saw Song Steve- of the South. Savage. Wow. Um. So, what about you guys? What's your relationship with Mulan, the original? Dylan, Ron hates it. Um. <laughs> oh wow, the original. I'm talking about here. Ron yeah, 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 is yeah. to Lion King as Mulan is to me. Mulan's my favorite ah. Disney movie. Um, y'all wildin' because you need to rewatch I- it. I do. I think I do. It's on. It's on Disney Plus. You don't need to, but I. I think it's one of the most enjoyable ones for adults. I mean, I'm not going to prioritize it. Like, right? Don't get it twisted. Um, I think it's it's missing some stuff that makes kids happy. It wasn't the most popular Disney movie. I don't think you know. No, it it did fine. I'm sure, but it wasn't like you know, Little Mermaid or anything. Right. That's my favorite. So that's where I'm going in biased. Okay. Yeah, I'm more or less the same as Michael. I've seen it more recently than Michael. Uh, I know I have friends that love Disney movies, so we watch those every once in a while. Uh, it's not my favorite one, that's for sure. Uh, you said it's been years, like a long time. I mean, like ten years. I've seen it more recently than Michael. Right. <laughs> no, I, I guess, but years. you were a baby last time you saw it. No, 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 no. But what's uh, what's the main yeah, dude's just, name? What main dude? Look, main man, dude, I don't remember. I don't Come remember. Come on, you haven't. Why you you haven't. Like I'm just King. saying. Who you're not too familiar with it. No, I'm not familiar. Dimba. That is for sure. Dimba. 
I said Simba. Who Simba? Bimba. Are you trying to be a Bimba? <laughs> but yeah, I just you know it's it's a fine movie, but it's not one of my favorites for sure. What a ringing endorsement! It's a fine movie. Um, you know. Okay, so what what's uh, what's the level of excitement here for this? Um, oh, zero. Zero. I, not I, I at all. Care. Mine was really low too because I, as you all know, I've the trailers have not um, won me over. So no, it's pretty low. I mean, the trailers were fine. They were exactly what you sort of expect out of a live action Disney remake. Like, all right. But I was like, the everything I was worried about with the trailers came true. You know, I was like, right. oh, maybe I was like a little bit optimistic. Like, oh, maybe it's just sometimes trailers aren't indicative of the movie Suicide Squad. Um, so I was like, maybe it's a reverse that and the movie will be good. Um, but it did. Uh, it met my expectations. Right. Um, so uh, my expectations were pretty low um, because I'd seen all the negativity online before I watched it. Um, oh, right. There's a bunch of negativity online uh, about the main actress. I know she um, has some problematic political views. Right. She's pl- oh, really? pro. About this. They're having like a big, I don't know if you know, they're having like a big, you know, uprising. Basically, Hong Kong's fighting for their freedom and they're it's like have a big police brutality, way worse than here oh, in yeah. Hong Kong. They're like fully just killing people. And she was like, I support the Chinese police. Oh, wow. Ugh. But also, you have to remember that they're, it's not like that black and white because actors will get like disappeared if they don't say something. You know? true. It's not like here where you can just like, oh, like, you know, F you government. Right. So, right. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you can't do that over there. It's a gray issue, but that's neither here nor there. That's implied in the movie. Um, but again, so there was, there was a lot of ne- negativity about her directly. Right. And then about um, the whitewashing in the movie. Uh, well, not, not, behind not, the scenes. Behind the scenes, right. Behind the scenes whitewashing. And, you know, some of the detail that people didn't like. Um, a lot of the... Um, Oh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm, tr- I'm struggling to remember all the all the negativity in the movie, Dylan. What else was there? What else do people complain about? I haven't heard about the detail, like the inaccuracies or anything. Sure. Um, I the you said the one the two that I've heard of, which is the that it's all white. It, directors and writers are all white, and the uh, you know the actress is problematic. Yep. Um, and also I know that there is a Chinese-made Mulan. That came out last year. Mm-hmm. It was apparently significantly better. So I don't. Oh, I mean, that's what they say. That. But I mean, they would say that for anything, right? Um, so again, I was not super into watching the movie, but you know, I watched it, and I won't bury the lead any further. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was terrible. I, I would not choose to watch it again, but it was all right. It's it's a children's movie to watch with families and when i can remember that it is pg-13 though is it it's just kind of kind of weird yeah, yeah. It is i don't know why. they're like killing people and stuff you know i mean i guess yeah i mean it's probably strong violence and some other yeah. substance, it's right? like it's like not any more violent than lord of the rings or any marvel movie right that's well, pg-13 right is it i don't know yeah yeah you're probably right but I, I agree with I mean, you. It's I weird. It does have, 
Yeah, almost every. But no, uh, none of these Disney movies have been until now. Um, sure. But it does kind of have that kitty Disney feel, but also PG-13. Right. Um, I, uh, Lord of the Rings was PG-13. Um, I, I had a, I had a fine time with it and I was, so I'll, I'll also tell you, I watched it with Lori, uh, my girlfriend who had never seen the original <gasps> and didn't know the story. L- Lori never watched any Disney movies when she was a kid. That's um, very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so she'd never seen it. She had a very good time with it and enjoyed this movie. Okay. Um, well, you can hope for it. Right? right. Yeah. She had a good time with it. She was, she cared about the characters and she had, she had a better time with it than I did. Um, yeah. Um, what, what maybe about not knowing the cartoon helps. I think so. I, I definitely think so. And like I said, I have no, I have no major love for the cartoon. I don't hate it, but you know. But also at the same time, I wouldn't discredit anyone who likes the movie because. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it. I think it's just like dull and right. subpar in every way, you know? Right. It's kind of like the Lion King movie. Like if you, if there wasn't a cartoon that came up before it, that was just better. Like the movie would be fine, I guess, you know, it's just not as good. Like, why would you watch right. it? It's the same situation. Right. It's like, why would For I me. choose to watch the Lion King live action when I could just watch the animated? Watch the Lion King. Yeah. Right. There was a lot that wasn't as good. Um, I thought the actress was pretty, like, like I said, dull. You know. Yeah. I don't know. She didn't. She wasn't very. Uh, she didn't win me over, like enough to be like, oh well, she's problematic, but she's so good as Mulan. So. Right. Eh. Exactly. Um, I didn't like when when we saw the trailers. The thing that made me the most nervous was that she was like, fighting in a dress and. With her hair down, her like perfectly styled hair. I know nothing like looking nothing like a man. Ever. That was like one of uh, Lori's big complaints. She was like, "Wow, look at her hair!" <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, how did that get so nice? It was like curled, perfectly yeah. curled um, when it came out of that bun. I just it didn't make any sense to me. They didn't. Part of I think the Mulan is American made, and I know they tried really hard to make this appealing to the Chinese audience. They made a lot of sacrifices, like no Mushu, no songs. They didn't like the Chinese audiences when the cartoon came out, didn't like parts of how empowered she was. Like she, like the emperor bows to her at the end. They hate, like that was, you know, a big no, no. Also dragons uh, symbolize masculinity. And I guess the Phoenix is femininity. So they swapped that out. Um, Interesting. I understand some of the changes they made for the Chinese audience, but I just thought everything made it worse. I didn't like my biggest complaint with the movie. This will be the last thing, I guess, is that she in the animated one, the whole point is that any woman could do what she did. Like she was a regular person, a regular girl who persevered, you know? Right. (laughs) And in this one, she's like born with chi She's like Naruto. Oh yeah. Oh, that that was one of the other problematic things was how they dealt with chi. Yeah, she was like born with an excess of chi. She's basically a superhero. Like, right? If you see in Captain Marvel, you know the beats where she has power, but it's repressed, and at the end she unleashes it. Spoilers from Mulan. Yeah, and she can like run on walls and stuff. Um, which totally 
steps on the whole point of Mulan is that like women aren't better than men. They're not worse than men. They're equals. And she proved to a bunch of people that women are equals. And this one, she has extra powers and they accept her because they're like, well, she's a great warrior. We should, you know, let her fight with us. You know, it's not, they even said that they're like, well, she is the best warrior among us. So it's like, well, F you all you other regular women. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I hated that. It it really ruined it for me. I, m- I might have had a way more favorable opinion if it just weren't for the chi thing. One yeah. change I liked is that Shang or her love interest was her equal in this movie, not like the superior. Um, superior. That's a nice mm-hmm. change. I mm-hmm. like their longing uh, hand touch at the end, which was basically oh. like <laughs> there's no kissing in Chinese movies. They, they didn't want they didn't want that either. That was also taken out. Okay. Interesting. I'll tell you, Lori didn't like that part. She didn't like the romance or the implied. The implied romance? Uh-huh. I like. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I, mean, I thought was that no, was He was no Shang, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this would have benefited from music and no. a talking animal? I think, animal, take, like I making think it that would have taken away. Yeah, it would have taken away from this movie. It doesn't sure. fit this movie at all. Not this movie, no. It if it was a different movie, Mulan movie. Maybe. I mean, if it was the animated movie, yeah. But I don't know. I I really struggle with. I, I understand Disney's, you know, turmoil here because either you do a carbon copy like Lion King and everyone, you know, is annoyed by it, or you take a chance and make it different like this and everyone's still annoyed by it. Right. But like they change things that they change the wrong things. So it it sucks to be like, oh well, you didn't change it right. You know, but like, I know we're being too picky here, but like, I want a Disney movie that's like based on the cartoon, but different, but updated, you know, in, right. in good ways and in the inspired by, it. but maybe, yeah, it's not so, perfect beyond improvement, right? You know, I don't know. That's that's all. So, I, I feel your pain, especially since this is your Lion King. When Lion King came out, I was like, all right, this doesn't need to happen, especially since. There's no real humans in it. Right. <laughs> at all. And then you see the movie and it's just like, no, this is like, it's lifeless because these animals look weird. Like you're making them look really real, you know? Mm-hmm. And even them carbon copying it doesn't make the movie good. Like, I feel like this movie Mulan is definitely better than Lion King. I think Lion King is the bottom of the bunch. Agreed. But then like yes. you have Beauty and the Beast and uh, what was the the Jungle Book? And those movies were great. Those were know? good. Cinderella is my favorite of these. I haven't watched Cinderella, but yeah, it's, it's, it's actually kind of just got added to Disney Plus last week. Oh, cool, Vince. But yeah, it's just like I don't know. There's some part, yeah, I, like you said, they changed the wrong parts and didn't make. Would you have rather Lion King be different but bad, or like what they did was just the same but not as good? Because I can't tell if I'd rather have Mulan that was just like a copy of the cartoon, but a live action version of the cartoon. See, what I would have been okay if it was a live action copy of Mulan, but you can't. If they would have made Lion King like humans, I would have been like kind of upset. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's just a Broadway. Like it's just just like Scar is just a dude, a scraggly old homeless guy, long emo haired dude with a scar. Yeah, that's not good. But yeah, I don't. I don't. So let's 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 power rank this. Oh boy! Oh my! Power rank it. 
I'll go. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll rank it. So, okay. I will go ahead and I will let you know what we gave the other movies that have come out this year. Since we've, you know, we've actually rated this will be our sixth movie. Sixth movie, yeah, that's crazy. Look at that. So, Birds of Prey, we gave a seven. Uh, I gave a seven. Ron gave a se- whatever. I'm not going to do all that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, that's going to be too many numbers to give out. Just do um, our total, our total score, or whatever. Uh, I for some reason don't have those. I thought I did, <laughs> but I don't. I have it for certain movies, but not for all of them. Tenet we gave an eight, and Birds of Prey we gave a seven five. Okay. Um, New Mutants is also is a six five. How about that? That's relevant. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Blame first. I am going to give Mulan a six. Oof, that's high. I gave New Mutants a six five, and I gave Sonic the Hedgehog a six five. So take that what you will. I gave Bloodshot a two five. Oof, that's closer. <laughs> Ron, you gave Bloodshot a two five. You gave Sonic the Hedgehog a six. That sounds about right. Isn't it? You gave New Mutants a six five. Did I really? Oh yeah, that's point point five higher than Sonic. Um, I'm going to give uh, Mulan, the the live action uh, Disney movie, a. uh, Remember, Bloodshot is a two five. Four five. Four five. What what do you hate most about it, Ron? Everything but more or less the action was was like. Just very boring. Because even so, I didn't. I watched this movie with uh, at Haley's house as when I text you, uh, Dylan. And there was a eight year old, no, he's 10, a 10 year old child on the couch with us. He was like, Oh, what you putting on? I was like, Mulan. He was like, Oh, the animated one? I was like, Not a live action. He was like, Oh, okay. I haven't <laughs> seen it. And then, like, he left like yes. 30 minutes into the movie. He was just Bye. like, No. Nah. Went to it. I was like, yeah, that's how you can tell this movie's boring. It's just boring. It is what it is. So there you go. Well, he wouldn't appreciate Blade Runner 2049 either. Well, yeah, but if you're talking about <laughs> I mean, if, he, if he's a smart kid, he would. That is also true. He might. I see what you're game, saying. They game kept it game. for kids, but it's but, not. But it's a family the worst, movie. The worst yeah. of both worlds. It's a family movie, but not appealing to kids. So, like, what do right. you do that for? I agree. Right, right, right. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna copy Michael six zero. Okay. Right. Which right. people always say that's terrible, but that's like. No, five, that's above average. You know, five is middle five of the road the for me. Right. Yeah. So people always accuse me of hating movies because I don't give everything a nine. Yeah. That, that means yeah. our show score is a, a five, five, five which yeah, is I'm right. fine with that. Yeah, that's. Fine. I'm okay with that. This is very disappointing for me. I'm gonna go cry. That is only half a point That's, less than Sonic. I I felt the same way about Lion King, especially like I did the whole thing. Like me and my mom went to go see it. Like it was like oh I yeah yeah yeah. See Lion King, you know the whole thing. I did. I, I watched the animated one the other day as a palate cleanser. It I think it made it better. Maybe that's the silver lining here. Okay. To like have a oh, new yeah. appreciation for it. So. Oh sure sure sure. My recommendation is do not pay thirty dollars. Maybe watch it in December when it's free if you have Disney Plus. I think there's no reason not to do that at that point. Like, if you're already paying for Disney Plus, you're starved for content anyway. Yeah, right, you can watch it. Um, I mean, not a minute. Like I said, like I said, Cinderella came out this week. You should watch that. Even if you hate, I hate, the, I hate the cartoon. Go yeah. back and watch uh, the animated Mulan. 
do that. Yeah, do that. That's on Disney Plus too. You know what's so? I don't know if this is going on for either of y'all, but like I, the more I retroactively think about Sonic, the more I I think positively about you it. You enjoy Sonic, yeah, exactly, dog. Like I feel like my six five is too low. He was a cowboy baby. <laughs> he was a cowboy baby. You know, when we were watching Sonic, we were waiting for better movies to come out. That is yeah, awesome. We we were we were so painfully naive as to what the year was going to become. <laughs> Although we they knew, didn't know. we knew during Bloodshot though. We knew like th- this was the last movie we were going to see for a while. Do I and hate? Do I hate that I watch uh, Cats at the beginning of the year or last year? I do. <laughs> I do hate. Still, <laughs> I am very happy that I can no longer say that the last movie I saw in theaters was Bloodshot though. I'm... That that's is true. true. That is true. It's not bad. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Unless anybody has anything else they want to say about Milan, but um, yeah, I would I would agree with Dylan that uh, don't. Don't spend thirty dollars. Go buy something else. <laughs> go 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 buy go buy the Blu-ray of the original. Yeah, or I don't. Guess. Yeah, or don't. Or just don't. watch okay. it on Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, if it's on Disney Plus, then you know. They well, yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs>